I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Jocelyn Ponciano. And this is that good old Disney podcast. Hello, Josie. Hi, Sam. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the Three Caballeros. Yes, we are. And this movie is part of the... It's, it's in the wartime era, which is the era that follows the Golden Age. Remember, there are seven eras of Disney. This is the second one. So this movie premiered in Mexico City on December 21st, 1944. And it was released in the U.S. the following February... 1945 and then released a month later in the UK and this was kind of made this was made to uh, strengthen relations between America and South America during World War II Mm -hmm. and also during this time uh, Walt Disney went on this like goodwill tour to South America to help strengthen relations I don't remember if the mo- this movie came out of that or if this was already in the making but that was also going on during this time so I, was, I wouldn't be surprised if that influenced this movie it was nominated for two Oscars it didn't win but it was nominated for best sound recording and best music scoring of musical picture and the, the music in this I really liked I thought it was catchy or, or it was just really beautiful to listen to because it's like Latin music, so it's fun. Yeah, it's really fun music, <laughs> and a lot of these were actually hits in the '40s when, and they were covered by like popular singers of the time. And um, the plot is so this is a Donald Duck movie, and yeah, yeah, and the plot is that he's receiving birthday gifts from his friend, from his friends Jose and Panchito that give him information about Brazil and Mexico. And let's just talk about this now. On the, like, you know, the, the synopsis of, of this movie on Disney+, Plus, it says, like, mm-hmm. you know, beware, like, there are might be a cultural, like, inappropriate cultural depictions. And, I mean, I had an idea of what they were talking about, but it wasn't, like, so blatantly obvious, like, other movies that I <laughs> that I can think of. This was, like, um, the only thing I can really think of that I found potentially, it wasn't really a, I don't really know if it was a, a little bit offensive, it was more just, these seemed more like exaggerations as opposed to being, like, completely yeah. mocking and making fun of. But um, Panchito's character, he, but it's Panchito Pistolas, who he actually became an icon in World War II for the military. And he, you know, has pistols and he's constantly shooting them. And there was a point in the, in the, the, the Three Caballeros song where Donald Duck, like, asked a question and then he pointed his guns at him. And I'm like, what? So he was shooting them a lot. <laughs> and if anything, I was more like, mm-hmm. this is, you know... That's not really gun safe, but I didn't really find the depictions really uh, horrifying or anything. They, and if anything, they just seemed like exaggerations. But yeah. they didn't seem offensive. No, I agree. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, even watching it, like I did again read the synopsis too because. I'm just curious to like what films yeah. do have it if 
all of like the earlier Disney just has like that warning, yeah. like, hey, screwed up. <laughs> just, but, just like, but, hey, dot dot dot. So <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like yeah, I guess as it gets later into but, the, uh, as it gets later into Disney, like in the Silver Age, it just says like, yeah, we got guys. Yeah. You read it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. But um, especially coming after like everything we just have gone through with like Dumbo and like yeah. Pinocchio and Fantasia, like this, you know, one it's like it's not blatantly obvious if any. Um, I do agree there is an exaggeration, but being of like Latin descent, I don't see it as like. I personally don't take it personal. There was nothing there that made me feel like, oh, you're you're, yeah. you're being racist. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, there's other things that we'll get into that offended me yeah. more than <laughs> just being, like, racist. But, yeah, as for a hole in the film, I personally, from my opinion, standing as someone who does have, like, Latin mm-hmm. descent... I, I saw nothing offensive. If anything, I, I enjoyed it. It was very, like, there was a lot of, um, you can tell there's a lot of research mm-hmm. put into this, a lot of care, and a lot of, like, influence. Like, they didn't just, like, go and then put their own take. They, like, brought people from those places to be a part of it. And it's it's obvious, and I enjoyed it overall in that term, so I really don't understand the, yeah. so, the racial but, So warning. all those people, so this movie is... Uh, so Donald and Jose and Fantito are all animated, but they, and a, most of the movie is animated, mm-hmm. but like when they step into, basically they give him a book, they give him a like film reel and he watches these two shorts and they give him two, like a book on Brazil and one on Mexico and they like essentially, you know, step into the book and that was live action. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people I wasn't, I don't know. I just wasn't, again, I'm not Latin. I'm not of Latin descent, so I don't know. But I, there were a couple of people where I was, I was wondering, I'm like, are all of these people of Latin descent? Be- mm-hmm. Because they were. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good job, Disney. Yeah, that's like the one thing um, like I was reading in more into this because I was so taken aback by how inclusive it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I really was not expecting so much, you know. You know, I thought this was going to be another, like, um, reluctant dragon where they hired actors to play, like, these people, you know. Yeah. But, um, no, like, I was reading into it, like, when Walt was auditioning for, like, the voice of, like, Panchito and, like, all these other things. And, like, the people who we see in the, like, live action part. Mm -hmm. um, He found them, like, just being in those places. Like, um, I forgot whose voice it is specifically, but he's one of the ones who... I think it's Panchito, actually. But he found him, like, singing in a bar and was like, I want him. Oh! <laughs> like, I want him to do this. Singing in the bar. Him! Like, him! Him! That! That! I need the, I need him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, Walt Disney was just chilling in a bar in Mexico and was like, I want him. Mm-hmm. It has to be him. And they got him. So it's like, it was fun stuff like that, reading, like, looking into it. And I, I do believe, like, most of it was if not all, from those places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so, anyway, so, uh, 
yeah, like I said, this movie starts with two shorts, and it's just it's just Donald watching these movies. It's just like the first half, not the first half, the first quarter, maybe third of this is just him watching these shorts. <laughs> the first one is about a penguin who is always cold. And then decides it that so was cute. yeah, and he decides to travel to the Galapagos Islands because he's so sick of it being cold all the time. That I thought was super cute. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like the animation, it was incredibly literal. So like he's sailing and said the fog started rolling in, and it literally the fog is rolling in, like as if you're like rolling, like unrolling a carpet or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was. <laughs> Yeah, that I thought was really cute. Or, the, like, he's crossing the equator, and he's, like, you know, we see, like, a, a line. He's actually crossing the equator. Um, and the second one was about a kid who in... I don't... I So, apparently, this comes from a real legend, and I guess there's one version where it's in Argentina, and there's one version where it's in Uruguay. I don't know exactly. I don't remember. Do you remember what country this was supposed to be in, in the movie? Um, in the movie, it is Uruguay. Oh, okay. I'm going to yeah. apologize now for me butchering certain <laughs> words just because I just can't. I don't know if it's that I can't do a Spanish accent or I just am so deeply, like, embarrassed to attempt one that I, I can't do it. <laughs> like, it's one of the two. But uh, I apologize just in advance. Um, it's okay. <laughs> um, so the but the kid in the flying donkey one was cute because he's well first of all he's a going out hunting and then finds this flying donkey and then uses him in like a jockey race and the whole thing is like oh it's a, it's a kid and this tiny donkey they're not gonna win and then they do um and while watching it I literally was thinking like for a split second I'm pretty sure I was thinking kid haven't you seen how to train your dragon. This is you're not you're not doing it the right way to, to train your donkey. <laughs> How to train your flying donkey. Um both of these were really they were cute, but I do think between the two, I mean, they weren't that necessary. They didn't no. other than <laughs> other weren't. than being set in South America, they just weren't they didn't uh, There wasn't a huge point to them. Like, the movie could have been just... It could have cut it out, and the entire movie was just him and with with the other Cavaliers and going through the books of, like, Brazil and Mexico. Like, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a huge... Again, cute, and they were adorable, and I really liked them, but they weren't super important. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so Donald gets, you know, has a book all about Brazil, and... This is what I got started getting kind of confused because Jose, it's a pop-up book. He opens the book and Jose's in it. And then he like, Donald shrinks down and I'm like, wait, is this actual Jose? Is, is this a, a version of him? I wasn't very clear. I know I wasn't supposed to think that much about it, but regardless, they end up taking mm-hmm. a train to... <laughs> Bahia in Brazil and the train so oh there is another I guess another short I forgot about where it's like an information about birds and there's this one bird Uh who I guess will later be the inspiration for Woody Woodpecker 
But actually, I... So he does look like Woody Woodpecker, but he he definitely does. But he I does, actually, yeah. for a second, I'm like, he looks really familiar. And I was trying to think, he looks like a, one, like a bird in Alice in Wonderland. Or maybe it's not a bird. Hmm. It's like, it was like the beak with glasses or something. It's been a while, but it's, it's, I'll, you know, we'll get there and I'll point that out. But anyway, it reminded me of something that was in Alice in Wonderland. Anyway, and anyway, all these, we're seeing all these different birds. And then this guy is just wearing a, she's wearing a shirt. And I'm like, why, why is no one else? He's, why is the other one wearing clothes? Why is anyone else wearing clothes? Anyway, uh, as they're jumping back, jumping forward again, they are taking the train and he decides to be a jerk and draw a bunch of train tracks, different train tracks going in different directions. <laughs> and I first I'm like, okay, so the train might go in a different direction. But no, every single car went in a different direction. And I'm like, I don't think that's how trains work. But I, I'm like, is that, that all it takes? Just draw <laughs> one? But I don't know. Anyway, um, they land in Baia and Jose sings this really beautiful song about it. And it, I, I did also just really love, like, the color scheme. It was a lot of pinks, and it was against the bay. So, But I will say, Baia is not a city. It is a state. And it's actually, I don't remember if it's, I think it's pronounced slightly differently, but it's spelled differently. It's actually spelled B-A-H-I-A. So I don't know if it's Baia or Baia, I don't know, but regardless. Mm -hmm. And it's Portuguese for uh, bay. And they, this is when we get our first, like, live action sequence where they're in the streets of Baia and this woman is mm -hmm. singing down the streets selling cookies. And the actress is Aurora Miranda, who is the sister of Carmen Miranda. And then all of these men come over and I don't, were they a band? Some of them had instruments. Kind of. They were just men. But I know didn't think kind about of. this while watching it. They're all wearing like flat straw hats and striped shirts. And I'm just like, why? I don't know if this is just, mm -hmm. if it's fact or this is just an American depiction. But how come we always seem to envision men from a somewhat romantic, if it's any like somewhat romantic country, they're always in striped shirts. <laughs> And that, you know what I mean? We do it for apparently Brazil, France, mm -hmm. Italy. Like, this is not the first time I've seen this image. And um, Donald starts, like, he's, like, into her. Like, and he's, like, like he's, like, it's really, it's kind of weird. Yeah. He's, like, it's almost like, you know, the cartoon. He's, like, drooling and, like, pretty much, like, 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 obsessed with her. And this happens pretty much everywhere. There's a somewhat attractive woman. And there's a scene in when they're in Mexico where they're on this mm -hmm. beach filled with women. There are only women on this beach. And he's just, like, pining after all of them. It's kind of... It was really weird. Mm -hmm. And it went on for a long time. Yeah. It could have been, like, yeah. a couple... Like, a minute at least yeah. shorter. Um, and... And, uh... Yeah. But uh, it was... I mean, they were they were fun. The thing about the live action parts, though, where they were fun, but it was kind of odd to see because, like, and, you know, in like ten plus years, we're gonna get Mary Poppins, 
where you have an entire scene of live-action people put in an animated sequence. And this was the opposite. And it just kind of looked mm -hmm. odd. Yeah. It didn't look bad. It just looked kind of weird. And yeah. maybe it's because we don't really... We see more of the opposite. We see more of, like, live-action people in animation than the op than animated characters in live-action. So it just kind of looked weird. But it wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't, like, horribly done or anything. It was just kind of odd to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, they end up uh, the next... So they move on to Mexico, and Panchito teaches them all about Mexico. And, like, and there's actually... I kind of like to see they end up... It, it, it was, like, a cultural, like... It was, I don't remember what it was. It was some kind of event. It was like this cultural like dance. That was that was really that was fun. But oh, it was fun. Yeah. But then Donald gets into this like dance with this woman, and she it's it's funny because it's very clear that like again she's live action. She has no idea what Donald is going to be doing. <laughs> so she's kind of making these faces like, oh, <laughs> like it's very you know she has no idea what she's watching, which I found kind of funny. But um. I did kind of like that scene, minus the fact that Donald was still mm -hmm. pining after all these women. And, but then they're reading the book, and the people were, like, waving at them. Like, it's like a Harry Potter book. Like, it's like, you know, like a textbook in, like, the world of Harry Potter where you have, like, images that are, like, moving. It was... <laughs> um, and, uh... Yeah. We, ev you know, eventually get into the Three Caballeros song, which... I really, I, I liked. It was fun. And um, apparently there was a, a comic who he would actually, he, after this movie came out, he consistent he would make these comic strips of these three. And he kind of, I think it was him. It was, he was basically making it that they were his like true companions. Aside, not just like Mickey and uh, Goofy. Which I kind of, I kind of like that uh, that uh, Donald's got his own little, yeah, gang of bird friends. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie is it's it was like you know a little over an hour. Mm -hmm. It's not crazy long, and I know I kind of skimmed on Mexico because I I felt like Brazil was more. Brazil seemed to be a lot more. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It was just very like it, it made a point that it was Brazil and Mexico. I felt like yeah, and Mexico. Uh, other than the location, the, the geography, yeah. it, it def, um, but and also like the the accent of Pontito was significantly different than Jose. Like you said, yeah, you were right. They definitely made an effort to mm -hmm. sound. D differently and like they did put in some effort to mm -hmm. show these different countries yeah yeah like i mean I, I agree with you with um with jose in brazil i was more like captivated yes i was very like oh what's this maybe because i'm more familiar with mexican culture but i was i was like even animation wise it was almost brighter yeah it, it was really interesting uh, maybe because that one scene in when they do dance in Mexico, it's kind of like, is it like 
it's not black and white, but it was like completely live action. Whereas the like uh, Brazil scene, it was like the buildings and the humans obviously were all live action. Like it was a set piece, but like the mm-hmm. sky and everything else was animated. So the colors mm-hmm. were definitely brighter and bolder. And in Mexico, they just kind of looked like a normal how how colors would look. Like they they weren't they yeah. weren't like ad they weren't made to look extra bold. They were still beautiful. They just weren't mm-hmm. like it was it was uh again mm-hmm. it was all it was all live action. Yeah. Or yeah. No, I mean um, uh, mm-hmm. like with Mexico, or, the only thing that I I really enjoyed in that part, apart from the dance too, was um like when we first get Panchito and he explains um Las Posadas. Mm-hmm. Which is like the whole like uh, Mary and Joseph like oh, the seven the days Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that I yeah. really liked because it was explaining to Donald like what a piñata is, and like oh yeah, oh right, right, yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> and that one was like my favorite little part because like it was one of those things that kind of educates people, which is like oh you think this is a piñata, and I think a lot of people now are also very desensitized to what a piñata is. Because we think of it as birthdays when actually it comes from like a uh, Christmas mm-hmm. uh, 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 Christmas tradition. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I love that though. I was just like, oh, they're they're actually making it like. And it, in the beginning too, even with Jose, there's like, and the narrator too. There's moments where they're like, kind of, they'll say it in Spanish or Portuguese, and then they'll say it in English. Or yeah. they'll, like, correct Donald, and they're like, no, Donald, this is what this is. Yeah. And I'm just like, I love that. Like, I love the actual kind of, like, teaching that yes. goes throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. That's, like, something that I, I really, like, tip my hat off to. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely... I thought, I thought it was... Um, it was fun. There were definitely some parts that were a little slower... There were parts that I was more engaged. Mm-hmm. What age group would you say? What what age would you say? For oh, this? any age. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. There's no age limit on this one for sure. There's nothing you need to talk about. I mean, other than gun the safety. Women thing, but yeah, yeah. But but the thing about the like, woman is because it's animation. It's like it's not creepy. It's I not mean it's taken. it's creepy, but it's not the same creepiness if. <laughs> he was human <laughs> true it's a little bit more innocent it's more playful because you know they ho- they do the whole like cartoon thing of like bazinga kind of situations yeah. like oh and um but yeah like apart from that that's not really a conversation that you need to have mm-hmm. um you know you're welcome to bring yeah. it up <laughs> um it's a, it's a great way to bring it up too because it's in i hate to say it but in a positive yeah. way Rather than like a negative, light. yeah, yeah. Um, but apart from that, and that's like it's it's so small, you can honestly just skip those, five yeah, yeah, and just just you know fast forward real quick. Um, but yeah, I would not give this a single age restriction mm-hmm. at all. Um, honestly, I would I would even show it to my nieces mm-hmm. like right now. I forgot to mention this before because of all of uh, Donald's like lusting after women essentially which is the word that i found on imdb that's how they described it which made it creepier um 
apparently, so there is no, and there is no mention of his girlfriend, Daisy, Daisy Duck. There's no mention of her in this. And apparently it's because they Mm. felt like if they mentioned her at all, that it was going to make it look like that Donald's cheating on her or they didn't want to mention like infidelity at all. So I guess they did it correctly. I did. It did occur to me. It wasn't like, I like it, it, you know, it it was still weird, but also I feel like Donald and Daisy aren't as like, they are a couple, but I feel like they're not the same. They don't have the same significance as like Mickey and Minnie. Oh yeah, the whole like true love kind of. But even forever. if yeah, but even if uh, like it was Mickey doing this, I, there are movies he's in where Minnie is not in. So I don't think I would have been like, oh, what would like you know what I mean? Like, there's different versions mm-hmm. of Mickey. So I didn't really think that. I think it occurred to me, but I didn't think that much of it. I more just thought it was funny that it occurred to them. <laughs> You're like, maybe we should um just not mention her at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a whole yeah, they have a whole deleted scene where he's like trying to he's trying he's inviting her down to Mexico and then she comes in and sees him like dancing with Aurora Miranda. Like yeah, uh, there was no need for any of that. So I thought that was fine. I more just thought it was funny that they took the time to think about it. Um as mm-hmm. for age, yeah I kind of I kind of agree. Uh, this would definitely be a, I think a safe one, like, like a, like, a, you know, like really little, like a three or four year old could watch. There's no scary bits. There's no, there's mm-hmm. no, yeah, there's really no cause for discussion. Um, other than if I like was showing this to a kid, I would say like, okay, a gun is not a, a toy. Like, <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. probably the only thing. And, um, but other than, yeah, it's, it's a pretty safe movie. Yeah. Which I was, I, and I'm glad because I kind of was given the, the time period and the topic, I was worried there mm-hmm. were going to be some questionable things and there, there wasn't yeah. really a ton of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a, this is again, it was about an hour. Uh, it's a pretty short movie. So, um, I think that's it for Three Caballeros. Um, we gotta talk Disney news. So, Disney just mentioned this, uh, last week. They are officially going to bring Mulan, the live-action Mulan, which was set, which was originally supposed to be released in March, and obviously with COVID, kept getting pushed back. It was supposed to be released in July, and then it was like, yeah, that's not happening. Then August, I think at one point, maybe. And now they're like, we're just going to release on Disney Plus September 4th for $29.99. And this was my thought process for that. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, $30? Like, what the hell? Like, that's so much. And then I was thinking, well, you know, let's say you're a family of like four or five. And it does t- cost about like, you know, depending on the movie theater, 10 plus bucks to go to the movies. So that's actually is kind of a mm-hmm. good deal. And then my third thought was $30. Like, because I know that for (laughs) me, I would be the only one in my family that would really watch it. I would have to ask my parents, like, for the sake of getting getting my money's worth, everybody to watch it. So, and it's going to be, yeah, so released Mm -hmm. on Disney Plus, but you do have to pay extra. 
which I think is such an interesting yeah. thing to do. It's kind of like, so on Amazon, they've got, mm-hmm. you know, a- Amazon always had TV and movies, and then they started making Prime. Then they had Prime, and it was just the certain things are available, and now it, a lot of things are available. They do originals, you know. So Disney and but Netflix and Hulu don't do that, where you have to pay extra. So I more just thought that was such a mm-hmm. that's an interesting move, and I'm more curious like. Is it eventually going to be free? It has to be. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking that too. Because, like, I thought they were going to take a kind of, like, that Amazon aspect of, like, maybe making, like, a VIP section of, like, if you want this right here, right now. (laughs) Like, for future releases. Because, again, with COVID, we don't know how long it'll be. And even then how much it will still impact like box office numbers because you know you're gonna have a ton of people who are just gonna back out immediately (laughs) and then one a ton of like movie uh theaters who went out of business already and like getting all those factors i can see why they're doing this and but for the future of it i i'm very I don't know what's the right word, like, weary. It makes me kind of sad that, you know, like... Because the best part of, like, a new movie for me is, like, going to go see it in theaters. Like... Yes, there... Like, yeah. I always rank a movie by, like, I went to go see this in theaters. Like, oh, this movie... <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, I'm glad we're the same. Yes. I'm just like, oh, I'll just wait. Because, yeah. <laughs> I think what pe- what I... And how I treat it is... Um, to me, going to the movies is like opening weekend, opening day, whatever, Thursday night previews, whatever. It's you might be making history. You know, I know I'm bringing it up again. It's been a while, but Star Wars, for example, like, <laughs> like you know, our parents probably got to say, yeah, we got to see Star Wars in theaters when it came out. And I just think there are certain, so like I, so, you know, like, it's, 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 to me, it, there's this weird, exciting part knowing that I get to know forever I got to see this movie the day it came out or the midnight premiere or Thursday night preview, whatever. And, like, because you don't, I mean, there are certain movies you know are going to make a ton of money. You know they're going to do well. But the thing is, I all, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I started becoming obsessed with seeing movies in theaters um, when I was like in middle school, particularly with Twilight, because that was my first real like big fandom. Harry Potter, I was kind of into. Yeah. And then I finished Twilight and then finished Harry Potter and then completely got into Harry Potter. But for me, too, I was like my first mm-hmm. fandom where I was like, ex- like on the phone with my friends trying to buy our tickets you know, right when they came out or excited about the trailer and, and then, you know, waiting in line for a couple of hours, there is something far more satisfying about seeing a movie in theaters than watching it at home. So, mm-hmm. but aside oh, yeah. from that, like the thing is, so onward was the last movie to be in theaters before COVID. And actually that was the last movie I saw in theaters before COVID. I get, I saw right when it came out and I'm really glad. And, um, but that 
that a great movie. very quickly went on. They're like, let's just put it on Disney Plus. Why? Because it made yeah all of its money back. Plus, it made a huge profit. Whereas Mulan, mm-hmm. they want that huge live action remake profit. So I understand yeah. why they're doing it this way. Um, and I, for months, I've just been thinking, just put it on Disney Plus. Just it's not going to be in theaters. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be in theaters. Like. Just put it on Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they are. I just, I think I just don't like that. I don't know for sure if I'm going to be watching it yet because I do want to watch it, but it's also $30. And if I, it'll, if in, I've never, usually I'm not one to be like, oh, um, I'll just wait for it to come out on whatever. But if it's just going to be on Disney Plus forever, then. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That makes me sad too. Cause I want to experience that. There's certain, the yeah, it's not even just being in the theater, but like, I, like I, I will be watching a movie and I hear, I hear what the audience what reaction was during that scene. Like, like, you know what I mean? No, do you know what I mean? Like, I remember everybody laughing at this part or I remember the, the gasp when, uh, we found out that Captain America was worthy of Thor's hammer. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that we were, you were there. Yeah. Like there's just that, um, there are just <laughs> these moments that, yeah, you might feel it, but you're not going to exp- There is something more. And I say this, to my parents are like, it's not theater. It's like, no, but it's still an audience. Oh yeah. It's still just going, like, part of it. It's just, it's oh, just, yeah, especially if it's like first day, yeah. like first opening week, honestly. Um, you're filled with people who like love I, that, like, yeah. especially if you're going to like something that's like in like a fandom, <laughs> like Marvel or Harry Potter or Twilight. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I, I was there mm-hmm. for Breaking Dawn part two. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, for this, uh, the second and third for New Moon Eclipse, I was. I, we waited in line for a while and then for clips, I remember my friends were, I was, we were one of the first people in line and I just like was there. My friends were running in and out, going to get food. And I'm like, I am not moving until we are in our seats. And then Harry Potter, I went with a big group of people for midnight showing. And I was again, like, I will, uh, getting good seats to me is important. (laughs) Like I will bust, I will bust my butt to get good seats. And like when you roll with me, you get good seats. I will admit I am a pain to go with because I want to get there early to guarantee it. <laughs> Agree. But Agrees. I still. have experienced like, twice, <laughs> three times. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, I am excited is eventually we are now have a way mm-hmm. to finally see it. But I did read, I don't know who's, if it was someone's, on IMDb, I saw a review. So I don't know who saw it. This was a while ago where it said it wasn't very good. And I was like, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, this one is the most anticipated, I believe. Like, it has a higher, like, I think it surpassed, like, the whole Aladdin where we were just, like, Will Smith. Like, in the genie uh, thing. Yeah. And, um, like, this has definitely surpassed it because we've had so many rumors. And especially the way it started when we were like, no music know this, know that. And we were like, huh, huh, huh? Like, we're all... Here's my thing. Everybody got so mad about that. And I actually, I remember I went on Facebook like, guys, relax. It's gonna be fine. And yeah, I agree. 
I'll Make a Man Out of You is one of the best songs, one of the best Disney songs mm -hmm. of all time. But I also was like, you know, Cinderella wasn't a musical. And I know Cinderella might not be the best example because it was not, it was a, definitely a success, but it was not like a success like Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. But it was still, I thought it was a really good mm -hmm. story. And because it wasn't a musical, it was just able, it just, it told, it was able to tell a story in a different way. So, and because this is, you know, this was Disney's first war mm -hmm. movie, Mulan's Mulan. So, the thought of them not having it be a musical, disappointing, but I'm also like, it's going to make it, it's going to change it a little bit, which I, I was excited. So yeah. I wasn't mad about that the way everybody else was. I was like, mm -hmm. okay. I was like sad. But also, yeah. I was like, okay. Because it would, it's one of those things which just like, I wasn't like ready enough to go to these, the like, you know, I wasn't old enough. I wasn't like... I couldn't experience yeah. that. So to like, that's why I understand with people with like Lion King when they were mad and they were just like, this is basically almost like, like might as well have just done shot by shot, you know? Um, and mm -hmm. I like, part of me is kind of like, yeah, I would love a shot by shot by from any of these movies <laughs> just because I would love to experience those movies. But Lion King kind of, I feel like out of all of the live actions, well, Cinderella, again, I, I've said, I, I was really proud of Cinderella it went off book and I thought it it's to me one of the few Disney remakes that actually you can maybe say it's better than the original maybe I'm not you know hmm. don't hmm. don't quote me on that I just thought it was very <laughs> well no no like I don't it's not like the original it they're the original is beautiful like, I'm not I'm not like but like it was it went off book mm -hmm. and it made it made her very strong. It made the prince, gave the prince more of a character. Yeah. Like it, it added these, whereas Lion King, one thing I really loved is that it, uh, John Favreau who directed it, he took, he knew like, yes, everybody knows this. So, so like for Aladdin right away, one of my, I don't, one of my issues was that they were treating it like we've all seen Aladdin. Mm -hmm. So certain things weren't explained. And I'm not okay with that because it's like, it doesn't matter if everyone's seen it, treat it as if no one's seen it because that's how you tell a story. Yeah. Like, whereas for Lion King, like, for example, we know that we know later that like Nala is going to leave and go looking for help and find Simba. So we would know in that scene that that's Nala. So rather than have that element of, surprise that's already taken away from us he added a scene of her leaving mm -hmm. to, like it just he knew like yeah everyone's seen it so i have to comply with that and i thought that was just really the right decision yeah um but again mulan um i i there are just a couple i think the one thing is as long the scene of her first of all it doesn't look like she has a haircut and that no. is one of the best pieces of music in that movie. So I'm like, it doesn't, fine, it's okay. But as that, that scene of her, like, transforming should, it needs to, as long as it's, it doesn't have to be better, but it needs to be, like, a good comparison. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that and the avalanche scene. Those are the only two things where I'm really, like, make me proud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wasn't there, like, rumors of, like, there's, there's like magic, right? Technically, yeah. Like some there's weird. It's like some witch or sorceress. Yeah, that's supposed up. to be like the uh, 
what's his name again? The the bad one. Oh, oh, uh, Sean Yu. <laughs> Sean Yu, the there you go. The, I know, I was gonna say like, the Huns, but the main one. Yeah, but also they, there was like, so Shang, but instead of Shang, they gave him a different name, and I'm just like, well, why? Yes, I think, it, and I'm assuming it's because it's going in a different, I don't know, they don't technically get together in that movie, they just, he just stays for dinner. <laughs> Would you like to stay forever? <laughs> or forever. Let's see, technically he does stay forever. Um, and, <laughs> and like, Mushu, which, because, but then again, also, ah! the thing about Mushu is, like, if you, I, <laughs> part of me is kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm bummed, but I'm also, like, I'm trying, I don't know. It, it, that would just, it would have to just be Eddie Murphy again. Like, yeah. who else? Yeah. Maybe Will Smith, <laughs> but that's already obviously wasn't going to happen. Um, yes. Yeah. So I, I think hmm. I will pay for it and like be one of the first, just because I couldn't handle watching the reviews or like hearing the reviews. And yeah. Like this wasn't. This isn't going to be like a vow of silence, like we all did for like Endgame and stuff. Oh <laughs> like, no! No. That was that was funny and, though. About how everyone took that so funny. seriously, which was great because it never, even like Star Wars, barely get it, it. Like Star Wars, like just barely gets that same kind of uh, respect. Yeah. But this was different. This was very yeah, like nobody say be. anything. I actually, having already seen it, I heard two people in my class talking about it kind of loudly, and I literally scooted over and said, "Hey, uh, not everyone's seen it. Do you guys mind not talking about it?" I'm like, "I've seen it, but like, I I made a point to make clear I've seen it, but I didn't want them to ruin it for other people who haven't." Like, yeah. Um, but that was or that was for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear what you mean. I'm probably I won't necessarily read reviews, but I might like just look at the score and mm-hmm. be disappointed i'm being told <laughs> but i don't know I, oh, yeah. I don't think i'm the least entertained it does look really beautiful oh yeah like, i was blown yeah. away by the first trailer that came out um mm-hmm. and the actress i mean like so far like there was actually some controversy really- with her apparently because yeah. uh well i mean we don't have to get it too completely into it right now uh we're running low on time but she, uh, I guess, was, I don't know, I'm not an expert. I don't know exactly what was going on. I tried to do a little bit of research. Um, but, like, with the whole China-Hong Kong thing, she, I guess, was siding with China or the police or whatever. And there was this kind of boycott Mulan right when, like, the trailer came out. This was oh. a while ago. This was a while oh. ago. And, oh. um, but I did read one article saying... Actually, my friends and I bought tickets, and one of them, he was like, I'm not going, because he didn't want to support the fact that she was supporting that that cause. And I did read this article that did say, here's the thing, we don't really, it didn't, it does look like she did this on her own, but also in China, this is, this is not, you know, if she outwardly spoke against it, she might not work again. So... I don't yeah. know. I, I don't, I, I'm like, I still really want to see it, but yeah, I, I don't know enough about her or the, uh, uh, you know, or, or I don't really know enough what was going on to have a definitive, but 
mm-hmm. that article kind of did make me think saying like it was kind of being like you know she might be horrible but also it's a different country and things are done differently so who who knows um yeah yeah um and we'll keep you updated on everything else and i'm jocelyn Fontana. and i am samantha tomlinson and thank you for listening to that good old Disney podcast <laughs>